Keep leaning on keys and crutches all along here. I want you people to do this for me tonight. I want you to pay real close attention to what I'm going to say in a few minutes. And then I want you to accept my word and believe me. Will you do it? And just don't think that your case is too hard. What is a hard case with our Lord? When I, with my Bible here, can testify of three people that I know has died and passed into eternity. Number one of them even pronounced dead by the doctor and gone on. Their loved ones are done together. It's alive tonight. It's alive. And cases of, you take those cancers. You take those cancers when they're eaten up. The flesh is all gone away. They've been eaten up, and here we are tonight. A lady came in not long ago. Her boy is an exterminator at Texarkana. I was down in, I believe it was in Dallas, where we were having a meeting. And she came through the line. She had her handkerchief up like this, and she was trying to hold my coat. It was a, a we were having what we used to have, the fast line. She was holding my coat. And she, I thought she was weeping. I took her overhand. There a big cancer began hitting. Turning it, makes us running up, trying and I held her hand. I said, Sister, do you know you got cancer? And she dropped her handkerchief down, and her nose was eaten off. And she said, Yes, sir, I've been being treated at Memphis, Tennessee. Said for a long time, my doctor gave me up a young lady about 38, 40 years old, maybe just a little older. And I said, Well, that you believe? And she said, Reverend Branham, she herself was a Baptist. And she said, I have. Ever since I've heard of your meeting, she said, I've always said, if I could just track your attention to get you to know that I want you to ask God for me to be healed, I'd get well. And I said, bless your heart, sister. God will surely reward you for that. And one night, about two or three months after that, there come a young fellow run up to the building. He said, Brother Branham? Asked me if I knew this lady he had by his arm, and I said, no, I don't believe I do. It was his young mother, and she wasn't only healed, she had a, a nose. And so she said, when it started, just quit, quit hurting that very night. And said that one morning when she got up and looked, she had a cloth over it in the mirror while her children was excited and everything. A flesh was growing back. And she didn't only have a heel nose, but another nose that growed out to where that had been eaten. And she went to testify to her doctor. Now listen to this. She went to testify. said, don't you remember me? said, yes. said, what happened? said, well, I changed doctors. And she said, he said well, who are you doctoring with now? And said, I'm doctoring with Dr. Jesus. And so, you know what that doctor asked her now? Think of it. He said, I don't believe I ever heard of him. Where is he in practice at? Where is he in practice at? He said, in glory. <laughs> that is right. Now, dear friends, those things are not made. I give you name and address. You can write and look at the woman yourself. And, oh, thousands of cases. Now, if only one case could be definitely proven to be healed, that would prove that God was a healer. Is that right? How many of you have seen healed by divine healing? Let's see your hand. Just look. Seeing that we were compassed about with such a great crowd of witnesses. 
Now let's believe him with all of our heart tonight. And then I want you tonight to do this. To accept him as your healer if you're blind, crippled, or got heart trouble. Now the worst thing there is, the quickest thing and one that kills more people than anything else is heart trouble. Number two is, is cancer. Number three is tuberculosis. And those are the three major enemies of the human race here in America. Now, looking here, I see people here, old mothers, leaning on their crutches. I see them sitting in wheelchairs, a poor little fellow sitting here, all drawn up. And why, well, he wants to be up and be well. I look at an old dad sitting out there, drawn with arthritis, and weeping now, looking at me. He wants to be well. But... Those people may live an ordinary lifetime. Just in their affliction, they suffer much until arthritis gets at a certain stage and it's, it's painless. All the bones run together. Now, but friends, they may live maybe several years, but a man with a heart trouble or a cancer has got to have some help right now. And he's going to die right now. Okay. And so now, I want tonight, because you've seen so many things, I want these people on these stretchers and wheelchairs and on crutches and support. I want you. I'm going to pray God will give us a prayer line in a few minutes and start praying for the sick and, and the afflicted. And if your prayer card is called, amen. When you come up here at the platform, I want you to believe with all your heart that you're going to get up from that chair or cot or stretcher or whatever it is and get off of this platform and walk off of your well. Now, I will not, I cannot tell you whether you will or not, but I can only say what he tells me to say. And if you'll do what he says, then you'll be all right. If, if, you, if I ask you to, to get up, you get up. I don't care how bad you're crippled, you get up. Just make your effort, stop, and watch what happens. And I've never seen it fail. And I won't tell you because he tells me. Now, I asked you people the first night that I come here that if these signs didn't take place down through the meetings, the secrets of the people's hearts, things that they'd forgotten for years, the diseases showed, and all like that perfectly, everyone perfectly, then you say that if, I, if that didn't happen, then you could say I was a false prophet. But if it did happen, I said, give God glory. Is that what I said? Now, I want to ask you, has it happened? If it has, be honest. Raise your hands if it's happened. If you've seen them things, stay placed. Thank you. How many here for your first time? Let's see your hands. People here for your first time. Just look at them here for their first time. Now, how many here are testified to those people that here are raising up your hands as those things really happened? Let's see your hands. Now, you first-time people, you've seen the discernment tell the people what was wrong. Tell them the things of their life. Now, sometimes I have to hurry right through. Sometimes just sort of get three or four or five things to the person that, that they know back. If you sit down and talk, just as long as you're talking, that reason will keep moving. And then you, when you stop, then if you won't start again, just keep talking, it'll start again. I have no control of it. And now I'm testifying that myself... I, I'm the least among you. You heard my life story this afternoon. And you know that I, what I've had to come through. And I'm, I'm the least among you. But I am very thankful 
for the opportunity to represent my master before his children. That's right. God bless you. I want to read some of the word now. And we'll go to the service just in a moment. I want to read from the fourth chapter of St. Matthew to begin with the 23rd verse. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatics, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. And there followed him a great multitude of people from Galilee, and from Jerusalem, and Judea, and from beyond Jordan. Now, just for a, a brief moment's talk, I'd like to take this for a text in the 17th chapter of St. John, the first verse. Jesus, these words spake Jesus, and lifted up his eyes into heaven, and said, Father, the hour is come. And we bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, solemnly, reverent, we bow our hearts to you just now to thank you for this great meeting that we're now coming near to the end. And asking you to make this the climax, the great climax, that many not only many, but that all the people who are setting presence that sick are possessed with foul spirits, that they may be delivered tonight, and that you might receive glory. Father, I thank thee for the ministers, my brethren, that's sitting here with me tonight to land their faith in this healing line as I pray for the sick. And I pray that your spirit, the angel of God, whose servant I am, may come tonight and vindicate his great presence to be here and make it an outstanding time that the people may never fear no more, but to know that the supernatural great God of heaven is here among people and is now working among his children, that they may, if they start to do anything wrong, that they would know that there's an all eye watching them, and if they would do something right, know that there's a Heavenly Father watching them who will, in return, give them a reward, or we reap as we sow. Now, Lord, I pray thee with my whole heart, soul, and mind that you will make this meeting a great blessing. And may the people understand these few words, and I pray that you'll circumcise the lips of your servant and the hearts of your people, that I may speak the right thing, and they may hear and believe. For we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Now let us all, for justice, um, this is next part of the service now, and the prayer line, let's just settle down all around the outside. I thank you, young people, for your fine behavior uh, 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 at the tent. And now, here's your mothers and dads. If they're not yours, there's somebody that love them just as well as you love yours. And they're wanting to get well. And I'm trying to do all that I can 
to help them to be well. And I'd appreciate anything that you all would do for my mother if she was sick or in need, and I know that you will feel the same way towards me. And now, everyone listen as close as you can, and and believe with all your heart. Now, I'm not a speaker, and I don't aim to preach or try, but I just want to speak a few words so that your faith will not fail you now. Now, we talk for a moment about gifts. The gift of God has always been on the earth. Many times God couldn't find anybody to put them on. But listen closely. God never takes his spirit from the earth. God will take his man from the earth, but never his spirit. Did you know that? The spirit that was up on Elijah came up on Elijah. Is that right? in a double portion, came on down in John the Baptist. Is that right? That God never takes his spirit, he takes his man. He taken his son up to heaven, sent back his spirit. And he promised that he would be with us, the comforter, unto the end of the world. Now I want you to notice that it's the same Holy Spirit that was in the days of the apostles or here is here now, present tense, in this meeting, working among the people. Now, it behooves you to realize this, that it isn't your brother, I. It is your Lord Jesus who is here. And we're all representatives of his. Now, we know that's the truth. Do you believe that's true? Now that his Holy Spirit is here, and he's just as willing, and he can work, to the people as the people will let him work. Do you believe that? Now, there was many things that Jesus himself could not do because of unbelief. Is that right? Many things he could not do. We hate to think that. But he could not do it because of their unbelief. Now, the right mental attitude all you along here, do you understand what I mean when I say the right mental attitude? That's your right uh, mental attitude towards God's divine promise will bring any promise to pass. Now, maybe you don't believe you, have, you say, well, my faith is weak. I wouldn't confess it. See? Don't let the devil know that. Always say, I've got good faith. I believe God with all my heart. See? Don't testify nothing of the devil. And when you accept him as your healer, don't never act like you're sick or crippled anymore. Believe that you're healed. Take him at his word. Then it's all over on God then and not on you. See? You, as long as you take God at his word, then the word will produce what it promised to do. Is that right? I have faith, believing with all your heart. Now, Jesus here was speaking. He said, Father, the time has come. Now, there's seasons for everything. Do you believe that? You sow in a certain season, and you reap in a certain season. And there's seasons when the time comes that's right for things to happen. Do you believe that? The time came one time for God to destroy the world with water. And he sent 
a man by the name of Noah. And God got the world ready for judgment. And he's taken the time came for Noah to go into the ark. Look, Noah could not go into the ark before God was ready for him to go. But when the season came for Noah to go into the ark, God shut the door behind Noah. Is that right? All the opportunities for anyone else to ever enter was gone because that God had closed the door. And there's coming a time when God's going to close the door for every one of you. you believe that? A man certainly can send away his day of grace. Do you believe it? If, if someone tickled at you, get some of the ministers to go out there and pray with them, if you will, bring them out to the side there. Probably someone's fingers so hot in the building. And take them out there so they can pray with them, a couple of the ministers. Now look this away, friends. This is the Word of God. If you're concerned about being healed, listen to what I'm saying. See? Listen to me. Satan will make that person sick. Certainly, attract your attention and get away from what I'm trying to tell you. That's his business. And I'm determined tonight by the grace of God to see God's good hand moving here, no matter what takes place. And uh, now I want you to listen to me. Watch this away. Give me your attention. And now, if you will just only believe and take God at his word. Now notice, when the time came for Noah to go into the ark, the doors closed, but they would not close until that time came. It came time one time for the children of Israel to be delivered from, from the Egyptian bondage. And when the time of the promise drew nigh, there raised up a Pharaoh who did not know Joseph. Why? The season was there. They had respected Israel till that time, but the season was there for no more respect. That God could shower down his judgments upon the people. The time had come. One time the Hebrew children, when they were carried over in Babylon, listen. The time came when they had to stand for what was right. The king made a, a proclamation, and he said that whosoever will not bow down to this image shall be thrown in the fiery furnace. The time came for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to show their colors, their faith in God. So they turned their back to the image. They said, Our God is able to deliver us from this fire furnace, but nevertheless, we will not bow down to any of their images. There it was. It was time. The season was there. So then the time came that when he was going to throw them into the fire furnace, burn that religion out of them. That's what the devil tries to do all the time. Burn you up on something. Make you sicker when you prayed for. Make you think you've lost your experience with God. He's lying to you. The time comes when you have to stand on God's word. Stand alone. But when that time comes, stand there. 
There's got to be a time when you've got to separate yourself between your feelings and your faith. That's the time it is tonight. The time comes that when these Hebrew children had to seal their testimony by a fiery furnace, I can see them that morning. Let's look immediately. I can see them that morning. It's come a great time in Babylon. The king said, now look, we've got some fanatics down here, and it causes a little trouble with the religion. So we just build a furnace fire over there and heat it seven times hotter than it ever was had, and we'll burn that out of them. Could you imagine burning the Holy Ghost out of a man? <laughs> Can't be done. Notice, I can see the king set himself upon a throne. If dead hour time came, they bound these Hebrew children, put them in the front of a spear, and started walking up the platform. If they were to fall into this great furnace, I can hear Shadrach say to Meshach, Say, <laughs> you, you sure you prayed through? Sometimes when Satan puts the heat on, we have to stop and check up. Lord, do I truly believe you? I hear Shadrach say, Yes, all prayed up now. So someone said, You want to take that back, boy? No. We are willing to steal our testimony with our own life. We're ready now. I hear King Nebuchadnezzar say, Now, if you'll bow down the image, I'll take it back. No. We tuck our way with the Lord, this size to you. I'm going through with it. The time was far to see just a few minutes left. Many of you are sitting here tonight in that same condition. Heart trouble. There on these chairs and on these crutches and things. Just a few minutes left in this meeting. Make your decision. The time has come for you to do it. If you have got to believe what I said to be the truth and what God has wrote in his Bible, or walk away in the same condition, but the time has come. I just say, all right. Welcome on up. The heat begin to get a little bang. Don't worry. If you accept him tonight, he's going to hear Satan will put the heat on you tomorrow. Don't you worry about that. Yes, sir. They start walking a little farther than I hear him say, Are you sure you're prayed up? Yep. All right. Got right up to just about one step. They begin to feel fainting, like it was going in. In a few minutes, I see these guards with their spears ready to push them over into the fiery furnace that was hit. Seven times hotter than it ever was hit. Notice, we're painting an awful dark picture down here. Let's turn our camera up this way once. Oh, my. Always when there's anything going on down here, there's something going on up there also. There's always two sides to it, you know. When Satan's on the job, Jesus is also. Ever who you yield your faith to, that's the way it's going. Give it to Christ. Let's look up this way. You know what I can see sitting up there in his majesty. His priestly robe draped around him. Looking down, I see coming to his right a great angel. His name's Gabriel. 
great archangel. He comes running up, pulls his sword. He said, Master, have you looked down in Babylon? Your people's taken a stand for you down there. The hours come from the sand, and they're taking a stand. But that bunch of people is going to push them into that fire furnace. And let me go down there. I'll clean that thing up. <laughs> I believe he could have done it. Yes, sir. He said he'll give his angels charge over me. I believe the angels of God are encamped about those who kill him. I can hear Gabriel say, I'll go down there and I'll strike Babylon off the map. You'll let me go down there? Have you considered him? I can hear the master say, yes, Gabriel, you're a wonderful angel. You've obeyed me and stood at my right hand ever since the day that I created you. But I can't let you go. Just can't let you go. I see coming this way comes another angel. You know, God's got angels in heaven at his command. I can see another one coming up. Look at him. He rushes up. Call Wormwood. He falls down. He has control of all the waters. I can hear him say, Master, down in Babylon, your children have cut the sand. And they're going to throw them in the fire furnace this morning. They're almost there. And I've stood by your side since you created me. I have the controls of the waters. In the end of losing destruction, I broke up the springs of the deep. I swept over the earth and destroyed the whole world with water. Let me go down there this morning. I'll wash her off the face of the earth. I believe you could have done it, don't you? I can hear him say, can't let you go. You've been a good angel. But I can't let you go. Have you considered him? Yes. All night long, I've been watching him. Brother. His eyes on the cell. I know he watches me. He's watching you. He's seeing how much faith you got. How much you got. How much you got. He wants to see what kind of a stand that you'll take. That hour has come now. What are you going to do? He said, I've watched him all night long. I heard every prayer he prayed. You angels have been good angels. But I can't let you go. Or I'm going myself. Amen. I can see him rise from his feet. A priestly robe drop around him. I can see him say, come here, east wind, west wind, north and south. Everything obeys him. I can hear him say, get out of that big white thunderhead out there for a chariot. I can see him roll up to his throne, step over on the my, reach up and get a hold of zigzag lightning. Pass for the tree of life and pick off a palm. What's the matter? I'm going to Babylon this morning. My children have took a stand. I'm taking a stand too. My, my. About that time, Tadrach and Meshach and Abednego went down into the fire furnace, taking their final stand for the Lord. And about the time they got into the fire, there was a fourth person like the Son of God. Standing there, panning away the breezes down there. Oh, my heart. His eye is on the cell. If he would come all the way from glory to Babylon for three children, how much more will he come to Phoenix tonight? For all of those who are setting here down, the hour has come. Father, the hour has come. The hour has come for you. 
You're going to make your decision now. Yeah, I would come from some little boys one time. About four of them sitting at the gate. The Syrians in Jerusalem or Samaria. And they didn't know what to do. And they were covered with leprosy. They couldn't go in. They were outside the gate. They said, Why do we sit here until we die? Amen. Why sit we here until we die? In the city they were boiling one of those children and eating them. You remember the case. The Syrians were camped all around starving them to death. There was only funerals. They said, if we go in the city, there's nothing to eat there, and if we sit here, we'll surely die. Many of you are sitting in the same place tonight. You've went to the doctor. He's done all he could do for you. If you return, he can't do no more. He's done told you so. So why do you sit there till you die? They only had one opportunity. If they go down to the enemy's camp, if they spare them, they'd live. But if they killed them, they'd just go to die anyhow. They'd go die sitting there. So they was willing to take the chance. We call it a starvation committee. Formed right away. They come to a quick decision. You must have it the same way tonight. A quick decision now. Choose you to say who you'll serve. Take God out of your words. The word's been preached. The signs have been done. The Holy Ghost is here. It's time the hour has come for a decision made amongst the people. What more can God do? Hunt it down with signs and wonders, discernment, prove it scientifically, put it on a picture, send it across the world. Thousands times, thousands are witnessing. Others are being healed. What about you? They arose in the middle of the night and started down towards walking by faith towards the host of the Syrians, and God honored their faith, and he caused a great storm to come on the desert or the roar, run all the Syrians away. They went right on in, got plenty to eat, got some wine, got happy. My! And they didn't only save their own life, but they saved the whole city. There's a lot of sick people here with heart trouble, a lot with tubercle, and a lot with bound in chairs. Why don't you tonight? Why do you sit there till you die? The hour has come for you to make a decision now. God can't do no more about it. It's up to you. You've got to make the decision. Why do we sit there till we die? And look, you're not invited to go down, and you don't have to go down to an enemy's tent. You come to a father's house where he's expecting you tonight. He wants you to come. He sent his son, he died, he put the deposit in there for your healing. And the hour has come for you to make your decision now. Amen. The hour has come. There was a little woman sitting one time with a blood issue for many years. The blood was flowing from her, and she couldn't get a stop. She spent all of her living with the doctors, and they couldn't be no good. And she said within her heart, if I could only see that man and touch the blood of his garment, I'd get well. The hour finally arrived. They heard a noise down there. A boat just landed. Here come a little woman. My Trying to get through the, what was it? The hour was there. Her opportunity was there. And here she comes, pressing right on through the crowd. Then old people saying, go back. They'll put you out of the temple. She pressed right on. She didn't stop for any of them. Some of them said the days of miracles is past. That didn't stop her. She pressed on. The hour had come for her to touch. That was all. She pulled right between her feet anyway she could get until she got her heart's desire. She touched the board of his garment and immediately... Amen. The pretty she stopped. The hour had come. Amen. 
Well, this summer, which we just had a little time on that, but I've got to stop now. Look, the time has come now where you've got to make a decision. I'll put this challenge to anybody to accept God's Word, no matter what's wrong with you, if you'll make your heart right with God and promise God that you'll serve Him and then take Him at His Word, don't pay attention to the results you have then, just believe Him. And God will bring it to pass. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and they shall be given to you. You shall have them if you believe you receive them. You see what I mean? The hour is here. Father, said Jesus, the hour has come, or the time has come. The time has come when the world full of scoffers, like the Bible said it was, petty, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, truth breakers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. The time has come. The time has come when the signs should follow believers. The time has come for the church to move up or go back. You have to make your decision. Isn't that right? It's time has come. And the time's come now for this revival to, to come to a close. And dear Christian brother and sister, with all my heart's love for you, I don't know how our Lord Jesus could do anything else to bring your faith to where you should be healed. Is that right? Remember, in the days of his ministry, he passed by hundreds and hundreds of people twisted, blind, and everything, and walked out on blind because they didn't have faith to be healed. He said, walk right by the pool of Bethesda, where great multitudes were laying there, lame, halt, blind, and heal one man that had an infirmity for 38 years and passed the group on by. Is that right? St. John Fine. And they questioned him. He said, why, the Son can do nothing but what he sees the Father doing. And whatsoever things that the Father doeth, he showeth the Son. The Son can do what the Father has already done. Now, what happens? The person prays. They believe. They accept it. And then God shows the vision to his son, his son reveals it. And he said, Now, these things that I do shall do also and greater, for I go unto my father. Is that right? I have many signs and wonders in here. We just got to close because it's getting late. I'm sorry that I've been this long. Now look, dear friends. Again tonight. The hour is here now. The time has come for a decision. The time has come when I've got to call a number of people. My little boy said, I just filled both pockets full of cards. Daddy just didn't out everywhere. All right. I want you all to, to be ready now to be healed. I believe with all my heart that God is going to help you. What do you think about it, ladies, for that day? Do you believe that with all your heart? Do you believe, little boy, with you? You do? What are you, lady? Do you believe with all your heart? You there, do you believe? You, I know you do. You believe with all your heart in you? Down through that way, you believe with all your heart? Now look, you do this. You do this time. Paul said, be follower of me as I follow Christ. If the Spirit of God who came to me that night and said that I was born in this world to pray for sick people, that I was to pray for sick people all over the world, I'm making more of a tour that will practically cover the world now. And he told that if I prayed for sick people, don't, didn't say nothing else about it. The Bible said if they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. 
Jesus sent his word and he healed the sick. In many ways. Then when I approached and told him that they wouldn't believe me, he said, you'll be given two signs, as the prophet Moses was given two signs. Now that was an easy thing for me to say, because it was I had to take that angel at his word, and I took him at his word, and he's confirming the thing. And as well as I love you people here, and as and I see and know you're here, tourists and coming here, it's been sick and laying out here in and sunny slopes and around trying to get rid of tuberculosis and diseases. How I, my heart goes for you. How would I want to see you well. Now please believe this tonight. That Jesus Christ will hear if it's stand right here and offer prayer for this entire crowd and you would everyone believe it with one accord God would heal every person in the building. You do it. Now, I'm going to have a prayer line. Call up some people and pray for them. I don't know. I'm just going to do what the Lord tells me to do tonight. I don't know how to, to get to How many wants to be prayed for? Let's see your hand. Many, many hundreds. Now, look, dear friend, uh, I'm, I wish I could just come down and take each one of you here at the platform, stand you up here. I realize that brings space. Certainly it does. That brings faith. When you're told of your troubles and so forth, and sometimes things back in your life and things that you've done, that does. But just as God has on these here to be on the platform, He has the same attitude towards you out there. Don't you believe that? Now, everybody be reverent. How many go to believe with all your heart and be praying out there that God will heal you? All right. I believe that He will now. The sister or brother who ever cleaned there. I want you to play a vibe with me just now, if you will. I just feel the angel Lord is near now. Our Heavenly Father, we love thee tonight, dear Jesus. We love thee so much, thou did first love us and gave thyself for us. And now tonight is the purchase of your blood here before me. Many poor, sick, crippled up people. And I know, Lord, if, if you don't help, there'll be many of them won't be here in a few days. They'll have to pass beyond the veil. Save them, Father, now I pray. If they be not Christians, save them. That you... Take them home to glory. Father, I pray that somehow, that while I am ministering by thy Spirit tonight to your people, that they will see, believe with all their hearts, and may this be a great night. Father, I pray for these here that have found on these chairs and crutches and stretchers and cops and, Lord, them people that really that you know every one of them. Give me favor before them, will you, Lord? That they might just say, well, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to take his word for it. Lord, I'm trying to tell them it's your word, not mine. Grandfather, tonight, that great things may be accomplished for the glory of thy Son, Christ Jesus, while we ask it in his name. Amen. All right. Billy Paul in. Thank you.
where you sometimes be slow and have to wait just a little bit. And tonight, of course, it's going to be a little strange. My minister brother is sitting here on the platform, and uh, be conscious of that. They're a man of God. But do you realize, look at here, friends, from this side coming spirit, from this side coming spirit, here's coming spirit, and here's coming spirit. Mighty easy to get mixed up, don't you think so? It is. You can even have, you notice of a night time, I usually turn the patient around this away to talk to him. You know what that is? Get my back to you all. That's true. Now I want you to, as you're standing here tonight, praying down there in a prayer line, I want to ask every one of you, if you believe with all your heart that God's going to make you well. Do you believe it? All your heart? All right. Come ahead, brother. Peter, when Dorcas died, you remember that? 
the widows up there were all weeping because it, it, she'd been so kind to them. And Peter come in and see them all tore up. He put them out of the house so he could find what God wanted to do. See, when I hear there's hundreds of people standing there wanting to get in that line, see, it's got them, see, it makes it hard. Now, I'm just talking to you like the, the master that talked to the woman at the well. Now, we're strangers, aren't we, sisters? We don't know each other. We're strangers in life. If there's anything to be known of your life, it would have to come to the supernatural. Isn't that right? Uh, I believe that you're a Christian. I believe you're a Christian woman. And you have been for some time. You're, you're awfully nervous, for one thing. As your nervousness is a type of nervousness, a weary nervousness, isn't that right? You're awful a uh, person to take other people's troubles to, aren't you? You're crossing bridges before you get to them, you call it. Isn't that right? I see that always happening before you, something's blocking you like that, because you make plans and it never comes out that way. You get in your mind something's going to happen, and it doesn't just take that way. Isn't that right? And you're... I stopped only just a moment. It's kind of hard. Uh, everybody be in prayer, please. I just looked at the way, sister. I just want to talk to you. See, just order to contact your spirit. I've seen a vision coming up from a child, from a little girl. And I, I, it just, I have to speak it as it's coming, you see, or I, I don't get it. I just keep praying. You're conscious of something here, isn't it? You're conscious of It's the spirit of the Lord. You believe it? Yes, ma'am. I see it coming back again now. Oh, yes. Uh, you you have something. It's in your... No, it's your stomach, isn't it? You have stomach trouble. Isn't that right? Yes, ma'am. I, I see it's the foods and stuff that you can't digest right. Isn't that right? It's uh, something like hot food that caused you to have uh, like a spasm in the stomach, regurgitation, sour, and your teeth become sensitive. Cause you have persistent headaches and things. Isn't that right? That is right. That, that wasn't me talking now. That was something else talking. That's the angel of the Lord. Do you believe me as his prophet? Would you obey me as his prophet? You go into anything you want to, your stomach troubles will be all right here. You know, my sister. I felt another stomach trouble or something right in here, moving somewhere, just at the same time she was healed. I just a moment, I'm spirit sympathized one with another. I was riding this way, I could tell it. I could see the two was crossing up somewhere. There was a, a cross up. Now, everybody be real reverent. Just reverent, I can see it again. Was that what it was, sister? God bless you, my sister. Man. Aren't you one of these ministers' wives that I met you the other day? Or if you were bleeding for her, that was your face, sister, that was pouring in. That's right. That's right. All right, sister. You, you come forward here. Now, there's a minister's wife sitting there. See, it's her face, sister, brother. Do you understand? It's her face. You believe me. Just believe one time. Look. A minister testified at the meeting the other day. 
And God said, I do a work, though it be done by man, yet you'll not believe me. See, I'm trying to say that it is not me. Your faith is what operates that. Without faith, there's nothing. You can't receive anything. The people who beat him on the head with a stick and said, prophesy, there was no virtue at all to them. See, it's those who believe. Now, you're the patient. Now, I want you to kind of come over this way just a little bit, if you will. I want you to stand right there, and I want you to, to just uh, let yourself be quiet. Now, I just want to contact you. It's uh, just a little difficult, so you don't understand what I mean. Now, you are, we're strangers, aren't we? I've never seen you knowingly. I, I don't know nothing about you. And we've just met here at this time. Now, the Holy Spirit is so timid, you know. Very attentive. And I must find favor with him first. Now, brethren, you just stay here to my right. Now, can you, under, can you understand, feel what I'm speaking of? Now, that's the angel of the Lord is coming to me now. Yes. Your health hasn't been good for a long time, has it, sister? Of course, like the lady that just passed through, you're, you're nervous, extremely nervous. Your sight's not good. Yet you're nearsighted, aren't you, sister? Your sight, you don't see very good. You've been that way for some time, haven't you? And you... I just, I just look this way. You, you remember when the master was talking to someone and he had a personal contact He sent all these disciples away and a lady came out to the well. Is that right? You remember that? Yeah. And he said, uh, one word to go get your husband. She said, I have no husband. And he told her, isn't that right? You're a Christian believer. And you've been seeking God for a deeper walk with God, too, and you've seen your praying. Yeah, there it is. You've got stomach trouble, too, haven't you? That's right. Go home. God bless you. You're healed, my dear. God bless you. Let us say praise the Lord. Everybody real reverent. My friends, you know the life that that takes from the human. Or it's come from his sister. Of course, I can see you wearing glasses, which is no doubt you have something wrong with your eyes, but I just want to talk to you just a little bit. Do you believe with all your heart? Yeah, I believe that, sister. You're a good, conscientious person. I believe that. What would you think that is that you feel at this time? You believe that's the Spirit of God that you, you believe in? Like a reverence, isn't You have complications, many things wrong with you. Of course, this is your age. You had an old trouble that bothered you for a long time. You also have stomach trouble, too.